0: From the Resilience Podcast number 30, I'm Cecil Ledesma coming to you from Austin, Texas. It's beautiful here. It's Monday, November 4th. I'm on a mission. Every day we deal with doubts, with feeling overwhelmed, with frustration and anger, with loneliness and disconnection with stress and anxiety, with discomfort and change. And in times of trouble, we deal with the uncertainty of death, massive change, illness, loss of jobs, collapsing finances and growing debt, incredible fears, shifting economy, even turbulent politics. It's enough to make us want to give up or run to our comforts At least it does for me. But this seeking of comforts and exits, hiding from fears, lashing out at others in frustration, it only makes things worse. It's throwing gasoline on the fire, hoping it helps the situation. So I'm on a mission. I want to help people shift how they deal with this massive and daily uncertainty so that they can do meaningful work in the world, in their world. Doing meaningful work means that we're going to face tons of uncertainty, self-doubt, fears of failure, not knowing what we're doing, being overwhelmed by too much to do, wanting to procrastinate and run to distractions, dealing with a constantly shifting landscape and frustrating coworkers. But instead of running from these things, we can train ourselves to embrace the uncertainty so that we can do the purposeful work we want to do to change the world, change your world. Imagine doing your meaningful work while embracing the uncertainty, opening up to it with relaxation, gratitude, and possibly even joy. That would change everything, wouldn't it? All of a sudden, your meaningful work wouldn't shut you down, but would be something you'd actually jump into. The uncertainty wouldn't crush you with fear and stress, but would be something you'd work with mindfully, that you'd use to help you serve the people you care about. You'd be able to completely and wholeheartedly be devoted to the people you serve. You'd lean into the uncertainty for these people you deeply care about and out of love for them. And that's my mission. If I can help one person train this way, I'd be ecstatic, I'd be happy, and that would be incredibly gratifying. But it's just the beginning, it's just a start. And I'm committed to making this happen with all my heart. I will run headfirst through walls to accomplish this mission. And I'd love for you to join me. Life is full of all kinds of stresses, and don't I know it? And each of us have habitual ways of reacting to these stresses. We procrastinate, run to comforts, lash out, or distance ourselves from others. We try to exit from a stressful place, mentally complain about others. The sad effect of these habitual reactions is that they move us further away and further away from others and from the direct experience of the moment. Listen to me. If you are hurt by the way someone is acting, your habitual reaction might be complaining about them, taking offense, getting angry, all of these, or a combination, then you shut them out, closing your heart to them, moving away from them. The effect of this is that you've now distanced yourself from the other person. And I submit that this is the cause of most of our relationship problems, work issues, violence, racism, political strife, and wars. Closing our hearts to others and creating distance from them out of habitual reaction to stress is the heart of aggression, violence, and pain. We do the same thing when it comes to our direct experience of the moment. If we're bored, unhappy with our situation, unhappy with ourselves, stressed or tired, we habitually try to find comfort in food, drink, drugs, online distractions, TV, videos, shopping, porn, drowning everything out with music, and so on. We are moving away from the present moment, shutting out the world around us. Moving ourselves away from the direct experience of this moment out of habitual reaction is the heart of our unhappiness and disconnect from life. These are all based on the same problem. We have habitual reactions to stress, and those habitual reactions move us further from other people, from life itself, and from ourselves. I'd like to offer you a practice that I've been exploring myself, the practice of moving closer. Is it scary? Yes. And hell yes. Is it transformative? Absolutely. So listen to me. Notice that you're feeling some kind of stress, anxiety, pain, struggle, frustration, overwhelmed, sadness. Notice your habitual reaction to that stress. You procrastinate, try to try to exit, shut someone out, complain, run to one of your comforts, hide, quit, run away, lash out, yell, hit, medicate, etc. Refrain from indulging in your habitual reaction. Instead, just remain still. Instead of complaining, do nothing. Instead of spinning around a narrative about the other person and shutting them out, do nothing. Just refrain. When you refrain from your habitual reaction, you are left with an energy in your body that still really wants to do the habitual thing. It will be a strong urge. You just sit still. You do nothing. But you breathe deeply and relax around the energy in your body. Notice how that feels in your torso. Be curious about it. Stay with it. Be present with it. Welcome it. Give it compassion. Now move closer. Someone else stressing you out? After refraining from complaining about them, move closer to them. Open your heart and be fully present with them. Be completely loving. Yes, sometimes you have to physically protect yourself, but that doesn't mean you have to shut down your heart. You can love the person who has hurt you without letting them continue to hurt you. Maybe it's not a person but a situation or yourself that's stressing you out. You're filled with discomfort and uncertainty. You refrain from your habitual reaction and instead you move closer to the direct experience of this moment. You open your heart to the world and love it as it is. You love yourself as you are. Continue to move closer. Continue to reopen your heart from this place. See what action you need to take, not from the place of habitual reaction. It's an incredibly beautiful practice. And yes, it's filled with shakiness That makes it even more courageous. That makes you even more resilient. Hey, I'll see you next time and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up, but before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet as fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community and I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast it doesn't matter to me the fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing i feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spent a portion of your morning noon or night with me and whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener i just want to say thank you and last please I would be honored if you checked out my website at cecilledesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.